All right, all right. This is Homeroom with Smooth, episode fourteen. Um, we're coming live now from uh from Streamyard. You know what I'm saying? Got a new platform, courtesy of KJ. Hooked us up with uh some new. You know what I'm saying? So now we are live on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitter at the same time. Um, so if you start commenting down below, your comments will be um filtered all together. Um, and we'll also we'll also take and respond to some comments as necessary uh, and as they come up. Um, so without further ado, um, let's just jump right into the first topic. So our first topic is so what what do y'all what do y'all well you know what hold on hold on I'm gonna let y'all introduce yourself I jumped way ahead of myself y'all introduce yourself real fast good KJ you started off all right so KJ and I'm I'm gonna keep it real with you chief that ain't it that's all I got for you (laughs) (laughs) hey guys I'm I'm Alan from Type X Thrills um you know so photographer and have some some opinions that i like to share and i'd like to discuss with these guys so i'll just keep it there all right and i'm brian and i have no nickname and no video (laughs) 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 oh oh man oh that's that's funny that's funny that's funny um so yeah so i guess we're gonna start here right so the so what what do y'all see going forward for the for the Biden administration? January twenty first, twenty twenty one, going forward. What do y'all see? Uh, right, right now, the lines. Oh well. Good, Go Ryan. Good, Ryan. You you first. Okay. Um, well. As far as I see, I think it's, you know, going to be a pretty typical liberal cabinet, neoliberal cabinet. It's going to pick a lot of centrists, which, uh, you know, the left is really more center right now than it ever really has been. I mean, you do have those certain progressive leanings that he has, but I I, I think his cabinet is most going to be filled with stock people from Obama administration and people that are similar to that. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can, I can confirm that because he just hired his his press secretary, what is now the same press secretary that, um, well, he worked as a press secretary or in that capacity for the Clintons. Um, then he also did that for Obama, and now he's coming back again for uh, for uh, I guess it's his chief of staff, chief of staff, excuse me, same chief of staff as the Clintons. And Obama, and um, and what should we call it? And well, now he's going to be for Biden. Um, uh, type X that you were trying to Um, no, I was. It, it honestly, it's going to depend on how this transition goes. Um, I see it. The main t- topic it's going to be. It's going to be all about COVID response. Um, it's not really a secret that a lot of people um are frustrated with um the COVID the COVID response. So I think a lot of people that he's picking for that. Go, it's gonna go. It's gonna go to um, fix that 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 perceived problem. Wh- whether you agree with it or not, I think that's the main thing that um, that he wants to get everybody on board, saying, "Hey, we're doing this this about COVID, and we're actually and, and he's picking people to actually go and um, pick a direction and stick with it. None of this back and forth. So hopefully that trickles down to the, the different state levels as well, and it, it has some overarching guidelines. Um, other than that, like like Brian said. Uh, it's gonna be more left centric, for lack of a, lack of a better term. But um, but like you said, it's more centered too. So we're kind of bringing everything everything back over towards the center, not not extreme left, not extreme right. Because I think right now, um, it's my personal belief, um, we're headed to we're more extreme right right now. And even a lot of conservatives, for lack of a better term, they're not that extreme, um, in general, you know. So um, they're not that extreme. They're just going on things that m- mostly benefit them. So as soon as they see that, hey, um, the center is not a bad place to be, um, I think they'll they'll like the direction that we're going to as well. Yeah, I, uh, I I personally think that it's going to be slow, and I think it's gonna it's gonna piss a lot of people off who voted for Biden because it's not going to be that. I think what did they look at? What the, the first hundred days of a presidency to determine how it's going to go? Yeah, and I think 
within that first hundred days, we're going to see a lot of. Okay, let me preface everything. It depends on what happens in the Senate on the runoff vote on January 5th. So Mm -hmm. in a perfect world for Democrats, let's say we get those two Senate seats that are up in Georgia. And I think that would make it what, 50-50 or 51-49 or something? 51-49. 51-49. So it tells toward the Democrats in their perfect world. Then Biden is going to be, for the next two years, Biden is going to be able to do everything that he wants to implement with seamless transition, even between the filibustering and whatever happens on the Senate floor, he's going to pass majority of his legislation with bipartisanship, something that hasn't happened in the last four years. Now, in a Republican perfect world, let's say they retain their lead in the the Senate, things are going to be eerily similar to what we saw with Obama. A lot of great ideas, and they're going to discuss a lot of Obamacare um, X-type things, and they're going to talk about... um, my brother's keeper and all these great programs that Obama tried to implement. And then it's going to go to the Senate and it's going to get watered down and it's going to look nothing like the beginning product that was put out there. Um, and so for me, if I, I had any advice would be to Democrats is, you know, first and foremost, let's take care of business. If you're a Democrat, let's take care of business in those primaries that are coming up in Georgia. I know not everybody that's watching is going to be a, a Georgia voter, but you have family, friends, whatever get them out to re-vote again in in this Senate runoff in Georgia. Then, you know, with these first hundred days, you know, let Biden warm himself up. Think about yourself on the job. Be able to, you know, the first 90 days, you're still learning, you're still going. Regardless of this 47 years, it's going to take time to get to the progress that we want to see and the reason why most of us voted for him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's very, very good. Um, Man, um, but but st- going off of that, um, so in, in the Democratic perfect world, they'll be able to stack the Supreme Court. But mm-hmm. if they don't get the, if they don't get the Senate, um, they're, they're not going to be able to stack the Supreme Court. Now, my question to you guys is, do you guys think that's ethical to do, like to stack the Supreme Court? Like, do you all think that's in the best interest of the country to add even more people that can't that can't be removed from office unless they do something obscene or die like then there's their only ways out like it do we need more people like that well i i think that stacking the court would be stupid to do and the the main reason i think is because well then that means when it swings back republicans directions because it's pendulous it will always swing back the other way eventually then what they're gonna just add some more people up there? Are you gonna have a fifteen-person court at some point? I honestly think they probably should have stopped at three Supreme Court justices and just made it a tribunal. And and but I, I think I think the, we're, America's gonna have another reckoning with the uh, the fact that they get these lifetime appointments and mm. instead of term limits. And I feel like the court's supposed to be more stable, and that's how the framers wanted the court to be more stable. But I think more stable is. Maybe give them 12 years. So they have yeah. a president and a half or three presidents if they're all single terms. But as far as serving for life, that's that's ridiculous. And the the notion of stacking the Supreme Court, because they, they've added seats in the past, but it's, it's just going to get ridiculous at some point. I mean, just like the Democrats and how they ran 20 people in their, well, actually it was more than 20, in their primaries. It's just straight, you know, craziness. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, stacking. I really like I said. Uh, I think in a lot of all the offices, they they need to have term limits. Um, because you, you get the complacency. Um, and if someone really, you know, unless they screw up royally and kill somebody, they don't get removed. That's really um. That's really a problem. Um. So that really doesn't solve anything. And like I said, we have the balance of power that it's always going to go back and forth. And if we keep on adding it's like it's where do we stop where is enough enough and then we're gonna have an issue where it's just gonna be overloaded and it's gonna undermine the purpose of what it's what it's supposed to be because like i said three people was pretty good i could understand them you know at at adding five um but if you keep on if you keep on going more and more like it's 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 never gonna stop and then they said oh someone did it before you know we could do it again someone did it before um we could do it again and it just it, it doesn't work so um, he said the term limits, you know, you could go 12 years, um, may- maybe 15, especially if they're staggered, that that's where you get that continuity. 
Um, you know, so I would say maybe 15 years. That's that's probably the max I would go. Um, but then they're staggered. So so then you're not having that mass exodus to to, ha to have that stability because you still have you know two people still there, or even if you stagger them, so you got like, you got like a new person every five years. You know, so then th that that gives you the um a transition. So it's not completely stagnant, but but you get the stability also. But that's you know above that's above me. So I guess that they say they have a reason for doing it, but it's one of those things that they really do need to readjust and, and look at. Um, so I would say that I'm in favor of him packing the court. Now, do I want it to go as high as 15 justices? Probably that's a little outrageous. Um, somebody refresh me. How many Supreme court justices do we have right now? We had what? Seven, seven. Oh, no, seven? nine. Yeah. I, I thought it was seven. Nine, I think right it's right nine now. Cause it's five. Okay. Yeah. It's, so, it's, so it's not nine. right now, and the, and the Republicans have a what five four advantage. Yeah. I yes. thought it. Was, I thought it was six three now. No, no. It's, it should be five. It should be five four. I'll I'll go look that up. Why KJ? The last thing. The last thing they voted on was it got stuck at four four because um old girl was um what's R R B R B J right? Ruth. Ruth. Oh man, I don't want to. I don't want to insult her by like not, not Ruth. She was dead. She was dead already when they when they had an, um, a vote because the Pennsylvania um, thing got stuck at four four and it got sent back down because they they it was no majority. So so well, right just, now just because right now there's eight. Four. You said what happened? I'm looking at it right now because I'm, I'm looking at the website right now. Two mm -hmm. three. Yeah, the, right now it says that, that there's eight because, like I said, because because one passed and that's why I got kicked down. So so that's why they're at four or four. So there should be nine seats, but okay. but it, but but there's only eight right now. Okay, so anyway, so so anyways, my argument would be honestly, um, I always think about not thinking politics is like the shoe being on the other foot. Let's say it was five four in favor of the Democrats. Obama got his his uh, nominee in there. In 2017, when when the Senate blocked it, then of course, if when Trump came in in 2017 and January 21st of that year, he would have, you know, Kavanaugh and and his other nominee, you know, regardless if RBG had died, would have been in there, and it would have given them what a what five four six six three whatever not six three I'm sorry um, seven four advantage or whatever. Let's say they push it to eleven or ten. Um, a seven four advantage or seven five advantage, however the math works out. Mm -hmm. So, in in a sense, to run my point home is that I feel like Joe Biden should do exactly what the Democrats would. I mean, what the Republicans would do. The Republicans were losing; they would pack it out to where it suits their best interest. So, I don't see why the Democrats can't do the same exact thing. And I think the fact that during the debates, it, um, whenever the question of packing the court was brought up, they avoided the topic because I mean, you don't show your whole hand when you're playing cards. And I'm almost certain that if Joe, if Joe Biden gets the Senate, he's going to pack the court out and he's probably going to nominate another one or two justices. And, you know, of course, we, we might get as high as 15, depending. But as far as term limits, I'm definitely uh, in agreement to 12, 12 years, eight years. Um, definitely in agreement with that. You know, same for Congress in the same goes for the for the House of Representatives and, yes. and the Senate, but that's a whole nother that's a whole nother topic. So yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Like see, I, I don't have a I don't so my opinion on like for the Supreme Court, like yes, term limits, but I don't have an issue with someone being able to infinitely rerun as a judge. Because if you're just as a judge, that's fine. You're just you're just making rulings. That's cool. But you're not rerunning, you basically have to get reappointed by the next president. If, a, if the next president still wants you to be on there, cool. That's cool with me. Now, the, the Senate and the House of Representatives, they need like a limb bit hard. Like you run twice for House of Representatives, you can run twice for the Senate, and you can run president twice. That's it. You're gone. Well, I think yeah. even everything even the House and everything should be. You again. Yeah. Well, I think everything should be like, like 12 years max. You know, like I said, I, I would stretch it to 15. And just 15 max, but then after that, tur turnover. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Like, un unless there's like some, like, like in the judge's case, unless there's like some emergency circumstance where, like, okay, 
um, we need you. We need can you can you stay on a little bit longer? Well, yeah. Well, that's why maybe the best of both worlds. It's twelve. 12 years and then if something's going on hey you have this emergency three-year extension or hey you're finishing out this case three years to, to get it done but and that's why and that's like it's like a 15 hard cap just bye yeah. bye yeah. you know i'm i'm definitely for term limits because yeah. i i definitely feel like what we're seeing now in, in the the house and even the senate is that we're seeing a lot of the establishment be out of touch with um the changing demographic of America, like just from the laws that they pass, the things that they bring in front of them to argue and to discuss, it is all out of touch. And that's on both sides of the aisle, Democrat, Republican, independent as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, man. Um, so our next topic. Uh, so, so I seen, I seen this on Twitter like two days ago, and I was honestly thought it had to be fake because it was thrown in there with like in between some election tweets, and I'm like, huh? I looked at huh? You doing what? I said, nah, nah, they playing. Oh they playing. So they're gonna do a million MAGA march. MAGA, he'd say right, MAGA. <laughs> what man, MAGA, 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 Kim up, whatever. Stop right. the fraud, <laughs> psych. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, really, there really ain't no. Uh, oh man, yeah. Oh my god, man. Listen, so I, so I, I, I live on the outskirts of DC. I live in the, I live in the DMV, and take, take photos. No, I'm not going. First of all, first of all, where large crowds go, COVID nineteen goes. So I, I'm, just, I'm just hoping that natural select. I'm just hoping that natural selection runs its course and it does what it's supposed to do. So that's if I was, if I was so, there, I, I'd go in my car with this big ass lens, you know, be away from everybody, and extend it, and just be like, "Yo, look at the stupidity." <laughs> second of all, the these sore losers, because I mean, let's call them what they are. Like they're sore losers. Um, a week ago, in several cities, they did their whole, you know, jam the freeway, clog rush hour traffic. Well, it was on a Sunday here, clog the traffic, and so now they're going to D.C. to protest and yell at each other and to basically hold hands and sing kumbaya and cry about how they got cheated. Um. Like, shit's embarrassing at this point, man. Like, I remember in, in 2016 when Hillary Clinton lost. As a person who voted for Hillary, yes, I was highly upset. I couldn't believe we elected a reality star with a porn star wife as our president. With no military experience, no, polit no political experience, um, who barely passed college with grades lower than George, George W. Bush. Like I, 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 it, 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 I couldn't fathom it. Like this man insulted his way into the White House, but I accepted it, and it was like, okay, well, what do you do about twenty twenty? What do we do to change that? And you, all you heard was just you know re Republican trolling. Stop being sore losers. You guys lost, and he's our president. And build the wall and all this racist rhetoric. And now here we are four years later, and I haven't seen any Democrats troll Republicans, but I have seen people, you know, flip that same rhetoric. Don't be a sore loser. Accept the election. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> you have four year he had four years to prove himself. And he did it by insulting people on Twitter every single day for four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can only insult people for so long before they like, you know what? Let's get this man up out of here. I don't want to hear this no more. I don't want to see this no more. Like you literally created your own downfall. Like all he had no. to do was literally, literally, if he didn't tweet, like he probably would have won. I guarantee. If, if over the course of time he just didn't tweet, he probably would have won re-election. Well, I think what actually cost him the election was his COVID response. Yes, that's why he lost a lot that. of demographic because if 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 he would have done well on COVID. There's no way that Joe Biden would have won because he had the least excitement for him of any recent Democratic nominee. The only reason 
that people got out there to vote was because of how much they hated Trump and his covert response. But you had just as many people who loved him. It's just, it's just the covert response that really dealt with that. But speaking to that million MAGA march, this is basically just the, the largest uh, white supremacist or Klan rally in American history that's getting ready to happen. Again. So I, I, I would actually recommend staying away from that because that seems like a dangerous situation. No, I mean, like, like we said, 2016, like this didn't happen. And it's even beyond the march, Um, what I was, you know, talking about earlier too. It, it was, I see a bunch of posts on there and they're saying, oh, and they're putting all these recounts on there. And I, and I know Wisconsin and Wisconsin, especially Hillary lost Wisconsin less than what Trump lost Wisconsin at. And and there was there, were, there wasn't these outrageous cries for recounts, revotes, and everything. Should it happen? Yes, like that's all due process. You know, if we want to be sure, I'm all for that. But it's like people, they're not. It's like this is the result. We're we're gonna go and do our due dil due diligence and check everything else as we should. But this is the result we have. You, you can't say, hey, this is not happening. And I think that's that's my big problem with this march and it, it exemplifies that because it's a bunch of people saying hey this is not the result that we have you know and the thing is we all know this result could be overturned let's be real with it if you have hard proof but just to say hey it's kind of like you know you you falling down and breaking your foot and be like oh well like that didn't happen it's like no like you know your foot's broken you know and i, I feel like that that's what they're trying to do and it's just so like it's it, it's it's embarrassing it, it it really is just embarrassing and it shows, you know, how we are. And then back to what Brian said about the COVID response, I do think that's really one of the reasons that he lost the election. But the other one, too, is what KJ said. He's tweeting every day about about stuff because voting voting this year, you know, I'm you know, I'm on the West Coast, you know, so West Coast, blue state. I cast my vote by the time I get off of work, you know, and, you know, 10 minutes later, it's like, hey, California, you know, goes out and they're saying, hey, it's, it's blue. This year, I noticed Texas was, was a battleground state, and I, I have family from Texas, and I was like, "What the hell?" Like, so it, it just showed that even be, be, besides his COVID response, him tweeting every day pissed a lot of people off. The, the fact that Texas was almost fifty-fifty, and Georgia was almost fifty-fifty, Florida was almost fifty-fifty, and then and then like and if it goes everything goes away, you flip four states. That shows that I think not just COVID. He, he lost his election beforehand and COVID was just the final nail in the coffin or just ex exemplified everything he did wrong because even during his COVID response, it wasn't his response. It was his Twitter actions. And, he, and, and he's tweeting on about everybody who he doesn't agree with, who goes against him and trying to put everybody else false and you're making yourself look like an idiot. And that's why these states that were like states that, that were saying, hey, we don't want, we don't want to wear a mask like Texas. So Texas agreed with him on, on his COVID response, but he pissed them off. Which is why more people are like, you know what? Even Republicans are like, you know what? Maybe I don't want this guy. And I See, think, I, go ahead, KJ. No, I was gonna say I didn't. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was gonna yeah. say I, I disagree. Like I feel like I feel what what Brian was saying mm -hmm. that solely his COVID response lost him the election. Mm -hmm. Like I I think had this been a, a normal twenty twenty, you know, ebbs and flows years with you know mm -hmm. you're gonna have a couple things that happen in a year. Yeah. Um, deaths, hurricanes, knock on wood, the, like those things are going to happen. Yeah. Um, but nobody had COVID-19 on their 2020 bingo card. Well, maybe yeah. some scientists did, but like yeah. no normal American had COVID on their 2020 bingo card. Let's be real. And oh, yeah. um, it wasn't like to me, it was solely on his response. Yeah. He, even if he would have came out all to win re-election, all he had to do was come out and say, Look, we're gonna go into a lockdown, shutdown for three weeks. And he had yeah. two weeks, yeah. any amount of time, and you know, of course, you know, just say that and not yeah. really even give an explanation, but just as a pro, we're gonna do this. And just like with anything else that his base does, they would have followed blindly behind. Yeah, him. no, but I'm saying, but it, it wasn't just that though, because I'm saying, because even with it was, because it, because. And that, that's what I mean, because I think he was pissing people off beforehand. And then because the COVID, his COVID response, you know, it magnified it because he did the same thing in Puerto Rico when, when, they, when they had their hurricanes, everything else that was happening. And I, and I think that's where his COVID response, because even if he just said, hey, this is what we're doing, 
but he was fighting everything. And the thing is, when you're saying, hey, the sky is blue, and you, you look, you go outside, and you're saying the sky is blue, and they're saying, hey, Trump, the sky is blue, and just because what he wants to do, and now he's saying, hey, it's, and, you know, he's not saying this, but he's going against everything. It's like, oh, the sky's red. I think eventually even the blind witnesses are going to say, like, hey, or he's going to piss him off. Because if, if, if I'm following him, and I'm like, diehard Trump, MAGA, everything, right? And I'm saying the sky is blue, and he's and he's calling me out and saying the sky is red. You know, that means he's and now he's calling me an idiot. I that's when he's that's that's when he started losing people, and and that's why I think the COVID response was like the final nail in the coffin because he was doing that beforehand, and that's why I know because like especially with Texas, like how how they how they wanted to respond to COVID was kind of how he went how how he wanted to respond to COVID. Just let it be. It's it's funny. It's it's fine. It's whatever. But then after that, when they do something, and then he's calling them out for their response, even though they're kind of doing what he said, and he's backtracking back and forth because he's always on Twitter. Because I think honestly, if he just did what he needed to do and got off of Twitter, I think it wouldn't have been as bad as, as it was for him. So so like you were saying, it's a, his Twitter game kind of screwed him over, and and the COVID was just like the latest example of it. I mean, he still to me, I feel like he still could have been on Twitter, yeah. but I feel like it was just. The blatant he wanted so what he he wanted when he understood the severity of COVID-19 yeah. in the beginning, he wanted to be like, all right, as I say it, it shall be done. So if I say it's gonna magically disappear <laughs> because I don't see it, it's gonna magically disappear. And then Fauci and the rest of the scientists from, from Wuhan were like, nah, bro, like the shit don't work like that, fam. Like, you gotta mm -hmm. actually do something immeasurable mm -hmm. and put it in a place. He's like uh well no nah, fuck that i said it's gonna disappear so it's gonna disappear oh you don't agree with me you're fired and yeah when these things like you said when these things start rolling downhill yeah people were looking at him like bro like these are people that you're paying to tell you to fix the problem and you're not listening to them to fix the problem yeah but and, and that's what i mean and then it wasn't even that because then after that he just went on twitter and called them out on, on it also too so so even people who who are not into the politics and everything that's happening you know, but then now it's, it's showing up on the phone on Twitter. And I think it's, so it kind of like, like, so that's what I'm saying. His, his Twitter game put a spotlight on his incompetencies. And I think that that's, that's pretty much, like I said, the final on the coffin, but, and he, he was doing that all year. So I guess that's why, I guess it's a bit of both, but I think, I, I, I think he lost it before COVID and COVID was just like the icing on the cake, just because that's what um, he was doing on everything. I, I think if you look at the demographics, the the main people he lost weren't people who even used Twitter. He started look like Arizona, for example, Maricopa County. Yeah. It's full of older people. Yeah. Those older people were very concerned about COVID. That mm -hmm. fa the failure there for them is what you know flipped them. Yeah. It is. So I really think if you look at the demographics of the people he lost, mm -hmm. it's, it's not even. It, I don't think it has much to do with Twitter game as much mm -hmm. as it does. That his response was just really awful. Yo, no, his. I definitely agree. As much as much as much as he would try and lie about it, people were were seeing it was way too prevalent for it to be ignored. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we passed 140 days <clears throat> in the U.S. like like today, like 140,000, 140,000. Excuse me, 140,000. Like new cases alone. In the yeah. United States, Texas just became the first st state with a million. Yeah, that means they had. That means they had to jump past. They had to jump past New York. Well, it th that that's that's not Texas has more people than New York, though, so th that part doesn't surprise I mean, me. But it has more people than New York. Yeah, it's the the most populous states well, are California. Right, right, yeah. like like we said, it's his response was horrible and not acknowledging it and honestly it's a simple thing as wear a damn mask yeah. and, and 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 he and and he didn't want to do that and then the thing is my other thing too and i i know we're going way off topic now it's get everybody tested because the main thing is we don't understand this still and that's that's the main issue too we don't understand it which means so we don't know how it's transmitted because that's a thing so if someone could have it are, are, and like, and are you contracting it? Or are you just a carrier? And that's the thing that he didn't want to put the time in to do it because, like, like, like we said, he wanted to whittle it, it away. Right, and that's that was my argument, um, or my yeah, my my talking point when I got into kind of a debate with a few um, Trump supporters when I posted some memes on social media. They were giving me all this long list of racist Biden rhetoric, mm -hmm. and 
you know, Trump is better because X, Y, Z. And of course, the conversation went to COVID. And my thing is, is that like Alan, like Tybex just said, like, we don't even know really what COVID is. And everybody wants to say, oh, well, it's stronger than the flu, this and that. And my argument to that is like everybody here and everybody watching should know what the flu looks like. You see someone with the flu, they have a headache, their, their, their sinuses are draining, they got a cough, they, they, they look blue, blue or pale in the face, like sick. Like we know what the flu looks like from years of like, I, I get the flu every year. And I know what it looks like. You know, you need some orange juice, your body temperature spikes, and you have it for two, three days. You might throw up, you might have diarrhea, then you know, you do what you're supposed to do, get your body back down to normal, you go on about your life. Two, three, maybe three, four days, a week at the most. Yeah. With COVID, it, it, it varies across the spectrum. Like I have friends mm -hmm. who have got it, got it in the early stages, and they're like, Man, I was sick as a dog, my head hurt, man, my body temperature was up, I couldn't move, I don't have no feeling in my limbs, mm -hmm. I can't do this, I can't taste food, but I'm fine now. And then you have other friends that's like, yeah, I tested positive, but I mean, I feel good. You know, I'm just going to yeah. quarantine. And so it's like, is it really the flu or what really is it? No, it, it, exactly. And, and, and that's why like we need it. We need more understanding of it. Cause that's the thing right. is like, I could have it and I have no symptoms of it too. And, right. but that's, that's the reason why when I go out, I wear a mask because what doesn't knock me on my, and that's the thing. Cause I, I know, cause my mom and I and part of my family were like that. Like, unless something really knocks me on my butt, I don't know I'm sick, right. but other people don't have that luxury and other people I come in contact with, they don't have that luxury either. And that's why it's something, and it seems stupid and trivial, but it's something stupid as, Hey, when you go out, wear a mask. And that was a stance on it. Like, Oh, I'm not wearing a mask because it's not, it's not patriotic. And I'm like, what? Like, it has nothing to do with being patriotic. It's, it's something to do with protecting, you know, maybe my grandma, you know, well, well, my grandma, they both passed away. God bless her. So, but someone else's grandma so, or someone else's mom, you know, you got to care about the next person. I mean, that's exactly. really what it really exactly. what it boils down to. Like, I don't, I don't wear a mask for my own comfort. I wear a mask for, you know, Smooth's grandmother. If I saw mm -hmm. her in the store, and I've seen a lot of elderly people in, during this pandemic, and they're scared shitless to even go yeah. into Walmart to get eggs, milk, and cheese. Yes. And it's like, you know, even with them, and they're like, well, I don't know, and and that's why they have a lot of these stores have these senior hours. Because mm -hmm. these people are really on both sides, Republican and Democrat, whatever way you vote, are scared shitless because yes. they have a compromised immune system. So the mask is just one way to care about the next person. Yeah. You know, it's not even about infringing on rights and health hazards and all the other bullshit people want to say if the why they don't wear one. Yeah. Like just you just gotta care about the next person. Exactly. Um, um also, so um I did, I did want to add this to the, to to this, and then we're gonna we're gonna segue off of it since we since we got into the COVID thing. The the Pfizer CEO, so the company that made that vaccine that has that ninety percent that has not been proven ninety percent. They just said it was ninety percent, and they haven't like it hasn't went through the scientific process of being affirmed to have ninety percent effectiveness. They just said, hey. This test result was good. It was ninety percent effective. You you gotta you gotta replicate that a couple more times. Like you can't just run one group. You need to run a couple of groups and it be ninety percent effective. Um, so their CEO sold five point six million dollars worth of stock that day. So it jumped up and he sold five point six million of stock. Now the the way I'm taking that is. He knows that it's not 90% effective. He knows that when they go to re replicate the, these results, they're not going to get it. So mm -hmm. we're going to be back as queer one. And he just wanted to make sure he had his money. Uh, I don't think it That's might not be that. I'm looking at it. I, I can look at it that way, or I can look at, it at the fact that this is all his company is doing. So then a after this, th this is where his stock's going to be at, at an all-time high. So he's, he's, selling, he's selling now because um, he waited for a time so he doesn't have to worry about insider trading. And, and it's never going to be higher because because after they have the vaccine out and say if it is 90% 90, 90 effective, even if it's 75% effective, you know, um, after we, after everybody uses, gets the, um, the vaccine or they get it out there, there's nothing else that they can really do with it, you know. So And then the stock's going to go back down. So I think he might be selling why he's high. 
So that's just you know, I'm either way he's a greedy, he's greedy. Um, but I'm thinking it might be more more aligned with that rather than saying, hey, he knows it's not effective. Because 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 that that that's what Kodak did when they got a grant from from the um from the government, so that so they could go so they could go on medical, you know, like that too. So a lot of the people they went and sold sold while it was high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I just find it a little disturbing. That's all. It is. I I, I don't have an oof. I don't think that is ninety percent effective because, you know, what's the ninety cent you're basing it on? You could test it on ten people mm. with strong immune systems, and yeah. nine out of them pass it. Nine out of ten of them pass it. Boom. That's your ninety percent. Like, what is your as a as thinking as a social scientist now? What is your your um, not test would not test demographic, but you get you get what I'm. What is yeah. your sample size? You know what I'm saying? And then like, their, their sample like, size was um about was a little over forty thousand um test people. Yeah, but 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 what KJ they're, means is like like from, like from where like thirty two and forty thousand to be accurate. yeah, but. Then well, again, I know NPR actually had a, a a good radio show about it, and they they actually covered a pretty broad demographic. So I, I think it like they they had older people, they had people of different races, they had people of different genders. So I, I think it actually might be a pretty legit, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking about eighty vaccine, and, and and I think it's supposed to be in like the phase three trial stage. So they they might actually have something there, and I mean Operation Warp Speed. I, I guess it did something, you know, throwing everyone had having the whole world throwing their know how after it. And if an American yeah. company happens to be the one to get it, then you know. Yeah, actually, um, a a girl from my work, she she actually she, um she, she's she, she's part of that test actually. So I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. All right, hey, hey, educate me, educate me. I'm, oh no, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll let you know because I was like, I, I'm naturally like not not believing the stuff that they put out there because I just no, I'm, I just I'm see thinking, people every day. Yeah, no, I'm thinking it'll probably be like eighty percent. Like I said, I think he's just selling it why it's high because say if it goes to production <laughs> and after it's already effective, like the stock's not not gonna be as high as it is now when they when they announce things. So. Mm-hmm. Health skepticism. Anyway, it's about this topic number four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what I was about to say. Fly to the right. I was responding to another. I was responding to another. Um, uh, a future, a future guest that I'm gonna have. Um, so the Republican Party's futures. Like, so what do y'all see their future going forward? Like, after after January 21st. Okay, and they got to prep for midterms. And the next election, like, are they are they gonna just are they going to continue? So this 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 is my line of thought. I'm gonna give y'all my line of thought, and y'all just tell me where y'all fall. I, my line of thought is they're going to, for the midterms, continue to use Trump and his base to get what they want to get. However, when it comes time for the for 2024. When somebody has to run, somebody has to go up against it. They are they're not they're going to try their best not to use him and try and use somebody else. Somebody that somebody that appeals to that demographic and understands that demographic without without actually someone they can control. Because I feel like they've been at the whim of him this whole time. Like the whole party has been at the whim of Trump and whatever he felt. You know, they, they haven't been able to do what they wanted. They wanted to do necessarily like they're, they're getting what they want, but they're not able to just do like, what they want, the way they, the way they want us. They want to see it done. You know, they have a they have a they have a they have a, a they have a system to them, just like the Democratic Party. They have a system to them. They both do. You know what I'm saying? And they both have a, a, a style of executing. So thus they're able to get what they want. You know what I'm saying? Effectively. And I just think it's been, um, you know, there's been a lot of things, a lot of people rubbed the wrong way, and they want to resecure their their base and resecure their 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 power. I'm gonna be short. They finna reload the clip, like, and that's just really what it is. Like, they finna re like, they finna reload the clip. They ran out of bullets, and they about to reload the clip, and they're probably gonna put an extendo on it. Everybody that 
they figured out a blueprint to win back their base. And their blueprint to win back their base is simple. It's dog whistle racism. And, you know, you found terms, you know, MAGA 2020, build the wall, you know, probably not really subtle. But um, now with this stop the fraud, um, which is a direct undermining of our democracy, not to go back to the voter voter fraud topic, but they figured out a way to rile and, and rally their base. And it's been behind the idea of racism, behind making America great again, or as my friend will say, making America white again. And as long as you're a candidate and you can do that, um, you you pretty much will solidify, especially if you're in a deep red state like Arkansas or North Carolina, you can pretty much win every election from whether you're running for the school sidewalk council all the way to a House of Representatives seat. Um, I th honestly, it's I'm kind of in the, between both of you guys. I think honestly, I think inside the party, some of them are probably happy that 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 Trump lost. Um, because just because, like I said, they can't control him. He's a wild card. He attacks anybody. He kind of he he kind of divides them inside the house. Um, even though none of them are are, are going to admit it. Um, publicly at least um like i said they're, they're gonna go they're, they're gonna pick out what worked on this on you know on this past election like i said they're, they're gonna do a remix it might be a little a little more subtle so they could try to convert some people who are blue who are kind of like in the middle of it are the voters that they lost that, that that they lost on this one who are who are more you know i guess liberal democratic and um but they're, they're but like like conservative Democrats, um, Democrats tr try to get them over too, but they're going to do the same thing. Like I said, same thing over again. You know, rinse, wash, repeat, um, and and bring them over because um, because if you're able to have these problems and project them, saying hey, it's not us, it's about you know everybody who's not you know the white man who is not you know part of the establishment that that they that they agree with, um, that. You know, and they say, "Hey, this, this is not the problem. Let's help isolate the problem and get them out." People, you know, people listen, and that's why um, when we say like racism's alive, and you know, they they just, they just concealed it. This made it so that they didn't have to conceal it anymore. So people, they were comfortable going out and going out and doing that to make it more, you know, normalized. So I think it's gonna be a, a mixture of both. I don't think they're gonna try to use Trump again, but I I, I do see Trump trying to run again. Um, in 2024, whether it's with the Republican Republican Party or as as an independent, so they might try to if if Trump says he's in a run, they might bring him back on board just so he doesn't divide the party more, you know, and 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 fracture and fracture the party more on on the outside, not just inside. Well, Trumpism is the new gold standard for conservatism, so they're they're gonna try to continue that appeal to the white appeal to the uneducated appeal to the highly religious because that that is what their base is they they need their evangelicals those single issue voters who are like you know abortion that's wrong All right we, we'll get that homosexuality that's wrong okay we got you too you know they they're going to keep that appeal and that and that's why they're able to get so many latinos i think yeah as opposed to black people yeah. cuz Latinos are very, you know, as as far as Catholicism, they're they're very pro life, and that that might be their single issue. Exactly, you know? or, or or the single sorry, not to cut you off, or the single issue that they they will not go against. Yeah, so yeah, that the, the, they can they can find those that they found their their niche there. Uh, as far as Trump running again. I don't know if he will, but I know he's had a he, he's going to have a lasting impact on the party and maybe they won't be as brazen as far as the, the mud slinging and insult throwing. But definitely all the, the dog whistles and the 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 bull horns, they're going to keep that. Yeah, they're definitely going to be they're definitely going to be more brazen um, with their insults. Um, and as a matter of fact. Um, as we're um, as we're talking, I'm looking up a um, uh, a, a Republican who won the uh, a House of Representatives seats from um, 
from North Carolina. His name is Madison Cawthorn, and I'll drop the article um, in the chat um, for everybody. But essentially, he won the House of Representatives seat, becoming the youngest House of Representatives, youngest member uh, of Congress. And his first tweet after the winning was cry more, comma, lib, period. So if you honestly think that these younger, like that's what I meant by when I say real. What? He said, he said, cry more, comma, lib, L-I-B, period. It's the only thing he said immediately after he won. And so that's what I was going into when I when I was speaking about reloading the clip is mm -hmm. that they're getting younger. Yeah. And because we all know, as we all know, the old adage, racism is not you're not born racist. You're taught racism mm -hmm. and you're taught fascism. You're taught socialism. You're taught, you know, bigotry, hatred, the whole nine. So these new age Republicans, they're getting younger. They're they're coming out educated because they're, you know, old money and they're going to school um, and they're being they're getting more active at, at an early age. They've always been pretty active, but they're getting more active and they're using social media, something that even what, 10, 15 years ago, none of us could have fathomed would have taken off the way that it did. And they're using that to, to get their message to a wide audience for free. So there's no yeah. real money being put into, oh, I have to run an elaborate social media campaign. I just have to log in and get a bunch of followers and mm -hmm. talk my shit and somebody going to listen to me. So um, the Democrats and even the independents, Green Party, Libertarian, whatever you subscribe to, they need to be following the exact same playbook. They need to be reloading their clips, too. And I say this, you know, I say this for black people because we're the only race of people and the only demographic of people in America, we're not allowed to be a single issue voter. Never. I, I don't know any black person that's a single issue voter. Our first thought when we vote, I will hope. OK, let me back up. I will hope our first thought when we vote is what is this person going to do to make sure that I'm seen as an equal to them? Yeah. And, you know, whether that's social justice issues or what we see now, voting rights from our grandparents, um, the war on drugs and to eradicate poverty with our parents and our older and our aunties and our older cousins um, to, you know, this crime bill that people keep bringing up for whatever argument, whatever reason. Like we need to figure out what is in it for us to make us seen as equals in America. And until we do that, you know, like you said, going back to the Republicans, they figured it out. Like 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 Brian said, they figured out, all right, it's going to be the, the racism. It might not be um, the 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 brazen attacks, but it's going to be there. Facts. I, 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 like I was trying to find I was trying to look up this um, this uh, this Trump tweet, but I cannot find I think Twitter. Oh, no, no, no. I know why I can't find it. Because I, 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 I flagged and reported the tweet myself because I, I think <laughs> the information was false. So I, I reported the tweet myself. That's why I can't see it. Um, oh, man. Yeah, but like, yeah, I, I, I want, I want, I, I, I guess I'm wishful thinking. Like, I wishfully, I, I wish that they would go back to like being being decent. Like the last time, like I think I even made a post about this like um yesterday. Was it yet? I think it was yesterday. Like I was like, man, I was because I was looking at John McCain running against Obama. And I was like, man, like, are you serious? This is the last decent Republican. John McCain was the last one. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like people were people were in there trying to like straight up disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Like Obama, you know what I'm saying? Saying that they feared him or whatever and saying that he wasn't American and all that. And he, and he was like, he was combating them right there in the town halls and they face like, nah, that's not it. That's not true. You know what I'm saying? He, he's a decent man. We disagree on fundamental issues. Like he, he, you know what I'm saying? Like they were, it was just two different, it was just two Americans with varying opinions, you know, instead of what we have now, which is like, if you're, if you're not for me, you're just, you're, you're wrong, you're evil, you know what I'm saying? You're fake news, you're, you're fraud. Like, it, it, it's insanity, you know? Like, and then for each one of his claims, like, um, there's a link um, to this. Matter of fact, I'm gonna drop it in the chat. 
um, for uh, later for this. Uh, what is it for? For all the all the cases, right? For the election, all the cases, all the cases, all of them have been thrown out. All of them, it, it, with the exception, with the exception of two. And one was saying that, hey, the his um, hey, the um, poll watchers can be closer, so they can be at six feet. That was the one that that was one that he won, and that was during the election thing. And the other, the other, technically, it was like they settled. You know, and it wasn't even it wasn't even like a win. Like I can't even remember what it was about, but it was not even a hard win. It wasn't even like it said the votes were were fraud or anything like that. Like none of that's happened. And it's just it's just insanity, you know. And I I I hope and pray that this isn't the future that we we gonna constantly deal with this from from the Republican side. Like like and they won't even they won't even a lot of them won't even give ground. And say like, hey, okay, you know, this isn't okay. This isn't as bad as I think it is, or I'm wrong here. They they won't even give any ground. They won't even admit their side is wrong because I don't know if you they see it as weakness or whatever. It's 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 mind blowing. Like you can't hold any level of accountability to your guy. None. You can't you can't look at the the preponderance of evidence yourself. You didn't actually like look and see what they the judge said about the court case oh no now now the judge the judge is not in your favor oh now your own republican um a state uh, uh, election official isn't isn't uh isn't uh is is isn't is fraud and fake news your republican governor is fake news your republican mayors and stuff that you elected are fake news now too just because they disagree and they're saying like, yo, no, this is what it is. That's nuts. I mean, is it nuts? I mean, you know, as I said, the fish rots from the head. And I mean, we've seen this over the last really five years because really Trump mounted his campaign in 2015. So we've seen this yeah. for the last five years. Um, and I'll be, I'll be brief. Cause I, I think number five is the number five is the big bring it home topic. Um, mm -hmm. Is that the fish rots from the head. We've seen this for the last five years and we've seen it be effective. We've seen, you know, people like Congressman Cawthorn, you know, with his insults, like he he won, you know, albeit he's in a, a red state, but we've seen others flip flip districts, flip seats, whether it be through gerrymandering or whether it be through rhetoric or flat out lies or fear mongering ads. Like that's that's the new playbook. And you know, I'd be remiss to say that you know Democrats are kind of guilty of it too. In in mm -hmm. a small instance, they're not you know not maybe not the insults part, but more so the fear mongering ads part. Um, but this is, you know, it's becoming, you know, the black and blue, you know, sort of game politics is. Um, it's not just politics. But, yeah. But to, to smooth point, I do hope that, like, there is some decency and decorum that's brought in, um, you know, back back to, you know, really both sides of the aisle. Like, at the end of the day, we're all Americans. Um, and at the end of the day, like, we we. I would hope we we all want, you know, similar thing. We want a place for our kids and our kids, 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 kids um, to really grow up in harmony and not have to worry about, hey, do I get caught by that straight bullet or, you know, hey, is this is this person going to come and shoot up my school because he's off his medication or am I going to be a victim to human trafficking or whatever? So mm. let's hope things change. But sorry for that rant. But yeah. All right. Um, so, so for, so the last topic is, so as individuals, what, what do you plan, what do you plan on doing to, to help the, help your community, you know, to, 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 to help curb some of this, to be a better, to be an effective change, um, to be an agent of change. That's, that's the better word, phrasing be an agent of change, you know, in our communities and also out, outside, outside of our communities, like the, the, this America, this is our community, you know, we, we do live here. We are citizens. So what, what, what do you, what do you guys plan on doing? Okay. So my, my, my first thing is, um, I want to get involved in, like, I, I've been to like 
maybe two city council meetings, but I want to go to more city council uh, meetings. I actually probably want to get on a city council. Um, and my, my, my real plan for making differences is running for public office. That's that, that, that's, that's the, I think the most significant way I can make a change. And of course I could get out there and, um, you know, help with the voting registration and, you know, volunteering at polling places and things like that. I think that's things that we can all do, but it's mostly got to be either about educating or legislating. That's, that's the biggest ways to make change. That's the most important ways to make change. Actually got a whole platform of things that I would like to do if I could get into a uh, state Congress and eventually, you know, federal Congress, but that that's a whole nother thing. And I'm not even going to go through all those things. So. Uh, KJ or KJ, y'all want, y'all want, what y'all going to do? Go ahead, KJ. Uh, I mean, my thing is is about um, education. Like, I feel like I, I work in a, I work for a university, um, but my thing has always been about educating. And so, for me, that starts with sharing verified, factual news and information. Like, I don't know, I don't know why this is, you know, a, a big thing in in twenty twenty, and it really shouldn't be because we should be sharing real and factual news and information, but. Um, no, it starts with that. It starts with educating myself first and foremost, because I learned this election. There are a lot of things about the election process that I didn't know or that I assumed and thought I knew. And I did not um, And so first learning and listening for myself and then passing that on to whomever will listen to me. And then um, really just not, you know, really being hateful and even really trying to understand the other side. Um, and just trying to, you know, really understand why they think the way that they think, you know, why are the poli- their politics the way their politics set up and not really do it in a manner to fire back at them and, you know, convince them to change, but just to get them to see my viewpoint and why I think the way I think. And, you know, until we start to listen to each other, regardless of what we believe in, like no change is going to happen. Um, we hit it on the head. Um, I've, Main thing is is education. Um, as as a coming from a family of educators with my mom, dad, my aunt, um, I believe that's the biggest thing. Um, the other one is community involvement. Um, after the the, the newest social justice um, charge, and kind of everybody um, hating like on the police, and you know it was finding out what's going on. Um, so I t- I know I talked to you guys about it before, but I took it upon myself. I'm like, let me reach out and be a part of part of these community action boards with the police and ask the questions that saying, hey, why are you doing things the way you're doing? Um, and what even though it shouldn't be that way, what can we as a community community do better? Um, you know, and my other thing is like reaching out to communities because not every community is like 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 how we say we can't be single um single topic voters. You know, um, are, no community is really a single topic community. Communities branch out into other communities. So you find that commonplace, at, you know, to have that respect. And even though, if, you know, checking somebody like this police officer, he might be, be a part of your other community that, you know, and that's why it was disgusting me because I'm seeing, you know, some police officers just because they're, they're, they're a police officer, but they're black, you know, and the people that are attacking them. And it's like, no, like, you know, he's doing his job to keep every, everything safe as best as he can right now. It's not, it's not, it's not really, you know, and we don't know if it's directly his fault that some other guy went, you know, went rogue, but it's like, but then, you know, he could be part of your community as well as your, as your home community. You don't know that why you didn't attack him. So it's kind of bringing out those bridges. Um, but also, you know, even at, at work too, like you said, um, putting out right information and then just discussing and letting people know the importance of actually listening and not hearing people because a lot of people, especially like in debates and arguments, they're not, they, they're not listening to you and your side. They're already coming back with the response and listening to everything here. And, and we could disagree fundamentally. It doesn't make you a bad person. And then maybe there's things that, Hey, maybe, you know what? I still don't agree with all about all of this, but you make a really good point. And that's, you know, something that we need to readjust to, 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 to adjust that and to change it. And I believe so. That's kind of what I've been doing, and even starting from 
the lower level for the kids in the community, you know, for the students, high middle school, high school students, um, college students, and then people in the workplace, and then just just in general. Um, so that's kind of what I've been trying to do, and and even kind of growing like a like a like my small little platform because I've met people from all over the country like lately like during because I, I guess that's the best thing about my 2020 that i've been meeting you know social media is kind of helping with that and actually being able to go places for work and stuff like that meeting other people and seeing what's important to them and then hey how can i bring that back to california to to help to help us out here or vice versa and letting them know that hey we kind of do things differently over here this is how how it can help you to bring everybody's ideas because that's the thing because kj is in dc right so he has a different perspective on certain on a, on a bunch of different things but mm -hmm. and just, but just because i'm in california doesn't mean i should shut him out saying nah we're on the west coast this is what matters to us it's like no because he could say something that i could learn about and, and it could actually help me out here helping my my community my people you know and 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 doing things and vice versa so i've been mm -hmm. kind of been preaching that as well too especially because a lot of things are going online so this is the time where people they're actually expanding their circles and, you know, and even if you don't, you know, listen, because you might learn something and it might help, it might help everybody out and everybody's better in the long run for it. True, true. Um, I'm going to say now for myself, what I, what I plan on doing, um, every, everybody gave great, great responses. Um, for myself, like, first of all, it's, um, it's, it's, it's getting more active in my, my local community. And that, and, and part of that is actually like either, either. So I want to like get into like those types of jobs, like the, the city, those city jobs where you're actually like, like, like affecting change for people. Like whether, whether I'm doing, um, I'm head of the program of the city or I'm, I'm, I'm just a worker there or what, whatever I'm doing that's actually like serving someone else. And I can actually like, see tangible results that's something i want to do um um and actually like running for office um that's something i also i'm also looking into that i want to do but um i'm working on like actually like building out like it's always been something that's been in the back of my head you know always like making sure like i have the right um uh it's gonna sound super political like the right narrative the right story behind myself so then as as I put myself out there, you know what I'm saying? I can I have a I have appeal. Like you know what I'm saying? I ha I have a group that I can appeal to. Like always being consciously mindful of that's something that I want to do because I don't want to do something that could potentially hurt my chances of doing that. You know, cuz that's something that I truly care about and some I truly want to do. It's the same it's the same way with like this this podcast like this has always been something that once I've seen podcasts, I was like, yo, this is something I want to do. I, I want to conversate with people. I want to have these conversations where people can get involved and, and feel like they're able to have, you know what I'm saying? Like some outlet to, to be heard, you know what I'm saying? And I don't, I, I eventually, I don't ever, well, I don't ever want to get to the point where all I have on here is like, celebrity guests or whatever like no i wanted to constantly be where regular people can be heard you know what i'm saying or regular people can be seen like even if they're even if they're just in the uh the chat room of this this platform like it, it, i want i want them to be able to have a voice because once once you you don't you have a bunch of voiceless people and and they get angry and they finally found an outlet you end up with a trump you know what I'm saying? They they gravitate to whatever they can find to give them an outlet, and that's basically that's basically what Trump's campaign did. They gave those people, those unheard Americans, a a out an outlet, a voice. Now, did that group of people necessarily need to be? Some of those groups of people necessarily need to be heard. No, no, they did. They did. There was a reason why their voices were silenced and squashed because they're not things. They're they're relics of the past. And I think I think they need to stay that way, you know what I'm saying? Of uh, and we need to we need to um, remove them from going forward. But I just don't I don't I don't know how we do that. But for me, um, I want to be part of that 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 wall that that stopgate. You know what I'm saying? To keep them to keep them at bay. You know what I'm saying? Somebody somebody it's um 
like Game of Thrones, like they they have the night watch. Like you never know when somebody when they gonna call on you, and you have to fight against the White Walkers. But you there, like somebody has to be there. You know, somebody has to be prepared for that that eventual battle. You know what I'm saying? You have to be, um, you know, to hold them off. Um, that, but that's just me. That's just me. Powerful. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man um um but uh yeah yeah this has been great um this stream your platform this is dope man being able to do I'm, I'm on all three at the same time and again thank you thank you kj um i want to thank uh brian my brother for coming on uh, i want to thank Kyfex, uh for coming on alan you know kj again thank you for coming on um yeah man and um Everybody that's uh, at home watching, you know what I'm saying? Those links are the things that we talked about. They're available. They're in the chat, you know. So whenever you watch the video, you can just refer to these documents when, or these these web, uh, these sources, excuse me. And, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, this this has been Home Rulers Move, episode 14. Uh, episode 14, thank you for coming on. And, uh, yeah, we, um, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> I got I got kicked out. I got kicked out the podcast. My fault. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, man. Yeah. I I just I just got something that just came across my screen that's kind of wild. Um, but I don't want to I don't want to put it in this in this podcast because this is already an hour. So I'm gonna stop this broadcast real quick. <laughs>